everyone. I'm Ashley. Hey, what's good, y'all? I'm Elston. And welcome to the podcast. Speaking our language. Speaking our language. <laughs> Yay! We are back. We are back and better than ever before. For those who didn't know, this is a generational podcast that focuses on black culture, building community, and honestly, just creating a space for young people in their 20s to figure out life together because we don't have all the answers. You guys may have some of the answers, but you know, together we thrive. (laughs) So with that being said, let's jump right in. Elston, how was your 2020? How are you feeling? How are you doing? I think 2020 ended off... I guess the way it needed to, like, I just needed, I just needed the year to end. I was like, all right, let me, let me get 2021. Mm-hmm. 2020 just felt like, like a big, just like gray cloud mm. over everything. And I was ready to kind of move from under that. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So before I answer, I'm going to ask you <laughs> another question. All right. What do you think that you would be shedding in 2021 from 2020? I think, you know, we talked about before shedding that self-sabotage, like 2021 is the year that I'm just going mm. hard, like. I'm not really concerned about anything else that's happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, that's not dealing mm-hmm. with like my creativity and my goals and not like in you know, a selfish way, but like in a selfish way. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Clean so, that space. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what it is. But even then, self-sabotage is like not getting in my own way. So not allowing myself to be my own biggest enemy and, and mm-hmm, biggest mm-hmm. obstacle. So I, I'm like, for clarity purposes, let me just move myself out. So I think I'm shedding self-sabotage. I'm also trying to shed just... The, the need to kind of be doing so many things. I'm trying to focus and really have some definition to what I'm doing, have some direction. And some intention. Some intention, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, That's I'm feeling that. <laughs> shut it, shut it. So the more stuff can blossom, yes. Facts, facts. So what about you? Like, 2020, what are you shedding? <sighs> like, all of it. Okay. You know, 2020 was a lot. I would say it was a very emotionally taxing year in a good and bad way. I think there was a lot of bad that has happened that that had happened throughout the entire year. It's like, we never could catch a break. Um, especially as you know, people of color, which was extremely draining. But I think through that, I like, God was just showing me a lot, which also felt overwhelming and slightly draining, you know, losing my job and then starting this podcast and like finding so much passion and like purpose behind that. And then that, opening a door for my new job that I have now and then interior design like now I'm in school getting a certificate like just it's so many things so many opportunities that are coming um that it was just like oh if I'm not drained emotionally from all the negative that's happening it's like I have so many ideas going mm-hmm. that are being presented in opportunities that it's like oh, okay let's keep up let's keep up so that like that's you know exhausting as well so I think that's how I would describe 2020 I'm happy that we're in 2021. What am I shedding? I'm shedding similarly to what you said, Elston, but like self-doubt, self-sabotage. And I say that because with all these new opportunities that have presented themselves, I have like reservations. I was like, ooh, can I do that? Ooh, God, am I hearing you right? Is Are you really calling me to do that? Are you really giving me these big dreams of doing all of these amazing things and he's like yes i'm like all right can i get confirmation one more time and he's like ashley yes but it's nerve-wracking and i think this year i really want to hone into my relationship with god so that i can be in alignment and not be away so long that i allow self-doubt and self-sabotage to overtake the decisions i make i love that for you 
I love that for you. That's one new saying. I like saying that. But like, I love that for you. Like, it's a great saying. You know, it makes people feel validated, which is nice. Rather than like, I I hear you. I I understand <laughs> you. I'm affirming everything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you know, you find out you find out like you, you run out of ways of like trying to express to somebody like, no, I actually am hearing what you're saying, mm-hmm. and like I'm really in alignment with that. We're so as you can tell, Ash and I are both <laughs> back in Brooklyn. <laughs> yes, we are back. This is the first time we're recording a podcast and or an episode in the same space, which is so nice actually. It's way easier to have a conversation. Sh- yeah. Like not over <laughs> FaceTime with like interruption in the direction of the of the mic, but then looking at you like, okay, what'd you say? So And then like speed times and like me having to get his files and us pausing at different times, like it's all in the same spot, y'all. And this is so nice. It's convenient. It's convenient. <laughs> so basically, this episode is just like an extended check-in, honestly. So, I mean, let's chop it about 2021. Like, I know you told me you had your own words to describe what you were looking for out of 2021. So would you mind sharing? Yeah, I mean, I love to share. It's one of the best things about me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, coming into the year, me and my roommate slash one of my best friends, Dom, we decided to go to. Love Dom. <laughs> kind of love Dom. That's my <laughs> girl. Um, But we decided to kind of like just get an Airbnb in like nature and just kind of like have time to like reflect and really think about what we wanted 2021 to be. And at first, my goal was like, I just kind of want to have a better walk with God. And like through that, I would have. I would elevate all the different other areas of my life. And my word then was like abundance. And it was like, okay, Ashley, we want more opportunities and to really wrap our heads around the fact that I am more than enough and I'm I'm able, there's enough resources out there for me. It's not like there is all, like there's only one for all. You know, the same thing with men, like girl, there's a, enough men out there, you know, that are quality, beautiful, <laughs> kind. You know what I'm saying? Like we're manifesting it all in okay. 2021. But yes, that was kind of like part of the word <laughs> that I originally chose. And then like through my church, they talked about like our word as a church is anchored, which I thought was like, you what know. church is this again? Transformation Church. Oh, for sure. Mike Todd. Pastor Mike Todd. That's my guy. That's (laughs) my guy. (laughs) But yeah, through Transformation Church, we talked about being anchored. And we also talked a lot about vision and being rooted in God. Um, And being rooted in God is being anchored in God and being anchored in his word, you know, which I think is still part of what like my intentionality was with the new year. And then Elson just asked me, like, what is your word? And the word fearless just came on my chest. And I was like, ooh, let me let y'all know. (laughs) I am claiming being fearless in 2021. And maybe all three of those words are my words. Abundance, you know, fearless, being anchored, like all of those interchangeably, I think, are good ways to describe um, the path and way I want to move in 2021. But that's my spiel, Elson. What about you? Honestly, I want to say first off, that was really powerful. Like, for real, for real. I think that that's setting yourself up for just greatness. Yeah, abundance. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Um, I'm honestly looking at minds right now. I know my first one, the word that I had was clarity. So I, I've been trying to just make sure this year I'm very conscious of the decisions I'm making very intentional with my time very intentional with the moves I'm making but even like just when I speak to others making sure that anything that I want is clearly communicated I think this year I'm trying to be more decisive so I think that's a lot of my 
I think I, I guess it comes back to like self doubt. I think sometimes in being creative and you're always wanting everyone's opinions and that can also like opinions and the judgments from everybody else can cloud the way that you're viewing something. So this year I'm really trying to just focus on, okay, what does God say? What do I think? A couple of the ones sprinkled in and mm-hmm. then from there you just kind of move. So that's my first one was clarity. Another thing that I was reading a scripture the other day and it said patience is like kind of a foundation for wisdom. And I was like, mm-hmm. I won't, I've been asking God for wisdom, but then I was like, okay, how about increasing my patience? And that's like with myself, with others. I think patience is really important. And I think the last thing, surrender, just like letting go. I think I'm in a space right now. I'm looking to let go of a lot of stuff. Like as I'm trying to usher in more abundance, I feel like there's a a way for me to let go of the things that no longer serve me and habits, patterns, people that aren't really adding to my life. And they just are more familiar than anything else. So I think that's what I'm trying to learn right now. The process of like just being able to let things go. Okay. Okay. I love that. <laughs> Clarity, patience, letting go, release a lot. <laughs> we all need to release a little bit. But no, I think those are all really good. And I think you seem very passionate and genuine about your intentions um, for the year. And I think it's all going to work out. So Thanks. I'm here for it, sir. But I got more. I got more <laughs> about 2021. So. I'm in therapy. I love it. I recommend therapy for You know, I'm everybody. trying to get to therapy. Like, okay, so my bad. Let's cut you off. But like, you, is hard. it your bad? Did you really? Okay, my bad. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard trying to find a therapist. It is. That's my. That's also on my list for like this year. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go wild over it, but I am trying to find. I be calling people and they be like, oh, we're not doing any more for 2020. I'm like, goodness. So it's like, maybe can you lead us? Like, how did you find that therapy? Okay. So- we're going to get back to my original thing, but I'll answer <laughs> Elsa's questions real quick. <laughs> How I found my therapist. Wait, we can't include this because they're going to be thinking I'll cut you off way too much. It can't, I can't be cutting you off this Elson, early on in the show. I mean, I'm sorry. It's season two. <laughs> this, is how, this is where we are. <laughs> it's getting like, a cut. He didn't learn yet. He's still cutting her off? Like, goodness. <laughs> Woo. I'm just kidding. But I guess I can tell you a little bit about how I found my therapist and then we can jump into the questions that um, she kind of posed to me or offered for me to answer leading into 2021. So after we had our episode about therapy, when we like kind of promoted black girls therapy, I was like, let me just look into see which one fell into my bracket in regards to like my insurance and kind of the areas and their specialties. And I went on there found some people, but it just didn't feel like I was connecting with them when I was reading their bios and stuff like that. So I kind of just like looked on Google where to find a black female therapist. And then I came across this website. I think it's called Inclusive Therapist. And I'll link it on our Instagram and promote it for you guys there if you're looking for one. And I just kind of put in my insurance and where I'm at and came across my therapist and I think for me when I was reading bios I found words that stuck out to me and I before even looking on that website I knew the reason why I was seeking out therapy is because I wanted to heal from trauma and I wanted to learn the importance of forgiveness not only for myself but for other people so that was like the main thing and I wanted to get to a more whole space so when I was reading bios it was crazy because the lady I came across she had like wholeness and healing in her bio and I was like "Ooh, I'm vibing with this so you know I sent my little email and we had a consultation and she's been my girl 
for now. Like, I mean, not for now, but like <laughs> from here on out, like she's been, you know, there and been very present. And we meet once a week, you know, for 45 minutes. And it's like just really refreshing that I have someone to talk to. So I highly recommend finding someone that works for you. And that might take a few people may take that first person. But really knowing why you need therapy and like having that be at the forefront as you're approaching these conversations. So that's my little spiel for you all but the first question i'm going to ask you elson and we both can answer is it's like you have to finish these sentences so the first one is this year i will not procrastinate anymore on purpose Ooh, he was quick <laughs> he had a moment he knew <laughs> okay do you want to elaborate a little or just leave it there i feel like this is a time when you keep asking god to okay remove my purpose remove my purpose but then it's like what happens when god tells you okay this is your purpose now go. It's like, okay, woo. I, I, I got it now, but it's like, what do I do? I think I'm at that, that point in my life where I think I've been there for a minute where like watching the motivational stuff doesn't motivate me anymore. Mm-hmm. It's because like you kind of mm-hmm. know what you need to do. You're mm-hmm. waiting for someone to tell you, oh, go do this. But it's like only you can answer that calling. So I feel like I'm at the point where it's just like, I'm not going to procrastinate on doing the things that I know I need to be doing to get to that next level anymore. That's crazy because I agree. But my wording um, when I answered this <laughs> back then was this year, I will not procrastinate anymore on enjoying life and my dreams. And that kind of ties into kind of what you were saying about purpose. And like, I know what I'm called to do. Am I going to do it? You know, like, am I going to finally use everything that I have within me, the strength I have to actually go and pursue that no matter how good or bad it goes? And just be okay with that. And while doing that, enjoying life in the process, you know, and not trying to map out and plan. Because I'm a planner, y'all. I love to plan. I like being timely. But enjoying life and whatever that looks like. So, yes, that was those were good a little first answers. <laughs> that was good enough. <laughs> All right. So, this one is, this year, I will draw the most energy from. Mm, mm. I keep picking up my journal and putting it down as if I don't need <laughs> to look. This year, I will draw most energy, the most energy from myself, God, love, and my passions. And I say those things because I think that we all have like the energy and love already within us. I think sometimes it just feels easier to seek it out from other people than it is to spend time with ourselves and like, really be recharged with ourselves and also you know through god i think that he is the source of all things so like he can recharge me in 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 ways that i cannot even imagine and you know trying to approach life um from a space of love you know while there is a lot to be angry about like how can i find ways to move in a space of love and you know that correlates to passion you know Passion drives me. When I tell you when I'm passionate about something, everybody around me is passionate about it because I'm so, like, all of my energy is in it. And it just is a, a light energy. And it's, like, very magnet. Like, like you know, you just can't be without it. Yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I think for me, similarly, myself, I want to draw some more energy from just, like, what I have going on. But, like, before that, my first worry was, like, the source. And that's God. Like, I want to draw my energy from the one who gives it to me so it's like the one the creator of the life like mm. trying to pull from from that just for for anything i think honestly sometimes when you don't have the energy or the strength to go as you may want to i think that's in those times i think when i'm weak i'm going to try to really 
look at God and the Holy Spirit and like, yo, guide me, direct me however I need to go mm-hmm. so I can get there. So, yeah, that's my answer. Guide me and allow me to see where you're taking me and be okay with it. You know, like, that's the whole, that's the hardest part. Like, they be guiding and be like, are you sure? Like, <laughs> But let me tell you, since clarity is my word, and I've been seeing it a lot, like, I've been getting so much, like, even, like, my friend told me something, like, um, one church in LA and like there were, they were going over something with clarity. I'm like, yo, no, God speaks to me. Like mm-hmm. God speaks to me very thematically. So it's like when I'm on one track, I just get, keep getting more and more signs. Okay. Mm-hmm. That go along with my thing. So it's like, okay, cool. I've seen clarity and like a lot of things people send me have to do with like making mm-hmm. visions clear or something like that. And one thing I realized was when God gave it to me, I had to make a decision. It's like when you have clarity, uh-huh. then you have to choose up. And it's mm-hmm. like, because it's very, now it's very distinct which way you're going to go. Either you're going to choose this or choose that. And mm-hmm. like, I liked when I was like, kind of like. In between. I can't, <laughs> Here you. ambiguous. I don't really know what you're saying, God. I'm going to go over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but now she's like, oh no, like you can go this way or that. You can do your way or my way. Mm-hmm. And it's very distinct to me now. So I'm like, ah, clarity, why, why? But, you know, that's, that's, that's where the growth, I guess, is going to come from. Like my spiritual growth to be able to really choose even in spite of like me not wanting to or me being like, you know, not as, I guess, disciplined spiritually. I'm, I'm trying to choose what God has for me. So I think that's also hard. A challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge yeah. for sure. And it's crazy because once you you claimed that you wanted clarity and you became open to receiving God's clarity, that's when you started probably hearing him clear, you know, like, well, it's, for uh, sure. you know, I literally just wrote my journal <laughs> the day. Like I thought I heard a voice. God was at you. That went back. Like, I see why you told me not to do that. God, Like I see yeah. why you told me not to do that. Like I had my own thought process and I was trying to play around and make it seem like, mm, am I hearing you? Is it not you? But I was like, no, I realized like you were keeping me from myself. And even when you asked him, you know, like going back and asking for confirmation, that's when God's like, Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, and it'd it be hard. I'm gonna lie. There's sometimes I don't be listening. I'd be like, uh, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. But <laughs> hey, th- that, those times I do that always comes back to me. So that's what I'm trying to like. No, I want to choose like whatever God has for me because like you can choose whatever you want for the moment. But it's like God is looking out for you for like eternity. So. Yes. Okay. Next question. Well, not question. Again, statement. So this year I will be the bravest win. When I'm forgiving myself. Mm. So I know this year I'm definitely trying to focus on like when I make mistakes, when things don't go according to plan, I'm going to be brave and just tackle those things head on. I think that's where a lot of my anxiety came from. Like keep pushing things off till I find the perfect moment to actually address certain things. But I think this year I'm going to just address things as they come. Of course, give them the space and time that they need to, you know, figure them out, mm-hmm. but not trying to delay it where you like, you know, you have that feeling where it's like, okay, time's up. Like if you need to, either do this a day or never. So I think now when it's time like forgiving myself, going through those hard things, like, ah, why did I do that? You know, just having more grace. I think I'm gonna try to be braver on those fronts. Nice. Okay. This year I'll be the bravest when I'm fearful, not in control and unsure. I get a lot of anxiety when I'm not in control of things or when I don't know the answer to things and I want to be braver and be able to trust the process and not allow that anxiousness to overtake me and to just try to move in a space of assurance in who I am and like, you know, how the universe and God works. So I think that's how I want to be braver these days. That's good. That's good. 
This, ooh, this, this, this is perfect for you. And is it? It's so perfect that this year I will say yes when? Mm, this year I will say yes when God says yes mm. and when it feels right. And I think God be saying yes, go this way so often. And I'd be like, no, I think my way's better. Because again, the way in which I feel like I try to plan, 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 I'm like, this is the right way. And it's like, well, what if God is telling you this way? So like when he says yes, I will say yes. And when things feel right, mm-hmm. 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 then we going to say yes. Because when you- Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. <laughs> exactly. And when things feel right, and I think I'm already starting to step into that, you know, like this feels right to me, mm-hmm. you know, it's okay to say that, to go after it, to say yes to it, to do this, you know, and I know that I process things really like strategically and logically. So it's like, actually, it's okay to say yes. If this feels right, if it, you know, you prayed about it and even if you don't pray about it, but it just feels right. I have a question to that. My bad. Ooh, more questions. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So I'm thinking about it. You know, I talk about like for me, like it's thematic, like I see signs and stuff. I guess to you, like, and maybe you have figured it out, maybe not, whatever the case is. What do you think is like God's indicated to you that you're on the right track? Or you like when you say you, you like this feels right, what is that? Um, hmm. the crazy thing is in church yesterday, they were talking about the ways in which God speaks. I think he speaks to me through other people, I would say. Um, I hear him best that way. I also hear him when I'm journaling like if I'm journaling to him it's like I'm like dear God I start with dear God and I'm like just going in just it's like it's like a therapy session and I'm just talking and I'm it's like the second person in my head answering to me as I'm writing things down I feel like is God so I don't specifically know how how God speaks to me but I think I always end up catching signs through other people so I don't know if that answers your question. I'm still trying to figure out how God speaks to me best. No, but that's I good. do that's good. think it's through like written writing. conversations and other people. I like that. That's good. Yes. Okay. But you have to answer too. This year, you will say yes when? I'll say yes when it comes to self-care. Oh, okay. I think when it comes to putting myself first sometimes, I'm going to try to really be more adamant about that. So when it comes time to like relax or break away from work i'm gonna try to be like yes i'm gonna take that moment i'm gonna take that that minute for myself i'm gonna take that break so yeah okay 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 so we're gonna do the last question which is this year will be special for me because i'm gonna just start off and say i like how you stole my question but it wasn't your question you asked the last one no i didn't you did you said i will say yes when did i ask the last one you asked the last one Cause I was first. <laughs> Look at you! You're trying to make a whole scene. Trying to make a whole scene when you asked the last question. It's getting late over here, y'all. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Uh huh. He's trying to come for me. He's Actually, been trying no, to come you know what? for this me. This year we're gonna have accountability. I apologize. Oh wow! Thank you. I received that. <laughs> All right. Want me to say it again? Oh yeah, my bad. Your question. This year will be special for me. Because I'm enjoying the journey. And I think that goes back to what you said about life. I think for, some, for whatever reason, I've always been told that a lot. You're so focused. You're so determined. You're so this. Like, when do you stop and smell the roses, smell the flowers? When do you stop and enjoy life? 
Mm-hmm. And I used to always get super mad at that question because I was just like, are these people not like, they say they see I'm focused and stuff, but like, so then why are they not taking me seriously? Like, why are they not like making sure I get to that next level? I think it was because this year I'm like, if I really have faith in that, the promises that God has for me, then I'm not worried about the destination. Like God has mm-hmm. the destination covered. Like let me focus on the journey, that road trip, getting there yeah. and making sure that I'm doing the best I can, like the best I can is to, to enjoy that, to take this trip and just be like, okay, life is what it is. Like while I'm here, mm-hmm. every amount of time that it is, hopefully a long time, but I'm, I'm enjoying that. And the time will come. I think one of the things I'm focused on now is more than missed opportunities because like you just don't see them. I think, I don't want to be praying for an opportunity and get to the opportunity unprepared. That's been Got one of my it. biggest fears now. So I'm like, if I'm focused too much on the opportunity, I might be missing the small lessons and things that God is trying to teach me along the way because I'm so focused on getting there now. So this year, I'm like, I know my goals are going to happen. I'm not really attached to times or my goals. I'm just like, I'm going to create. I'm going to produce. I'm just going to mm-hmm. do like you said, what feels right. I'm going to do what I feel I need to be doing on that way. And um, I'm just like ready to see god open doors just organically so yeah yes okay we're claiming that for you <laughs> sir <laughs> okay i guess it's my turn this year will be special for me because i will be freely and unapologetically myself and with that i think i put so much pressure on myself to do so much and to be so much for people that i lose sometimes track of like who Ashley is and like Mm. what Ashley needs what Ashley wants so just being able to just free myself of expectations validation acceptance you know for what other people deem to be acceptable and right and it's like no 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 (laughs) this year Ashley's going to just be fearless okay look how that's full circle full circle Oh, okay. So that's yes, being fearless, being unapologetically me. And I hope you guys can all like think about these questions for yourself. We'll post them on our Instagram because I think it is a very helpful way for you to look inward and to see who you want to be and what you want, you know, your life for 2020 to like look like, you know, and some people don't believe in resolutions and stuff like that and that's completely fine, but I think the start of a new month whether that be February just like figuring out what, you know, you want to work on so that you can be the best version of yourself. I'm in alignment. <laughs> you said it perfectly. Thank you. I love to hear that we in this, we's in alignment. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's time for a new. A yeah, new, switch a convo. You know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, We've been here for a second. Yeah, a new segment. Oh, it is. It's time. It's time. This segment, we decided, is going to focus more broadly on things that are happening within the black community, pop culture, news. Like, we just wanted to give y'all a little taste. Um, of everything. Uh, through our lenses and through your guys' lenses of what's happening in the world. So, without further ado, welcome to our new segment, Voice to the Culture. Empower to the people. Yes. All right, so first things first, we definitely got to touch on inauguration. You got thoughts, ideas, feelings? I mean, it was a more calm day that I've experienced in regards of politics Facts. and since the election and prior to that. So that was like a breath of fresh air for a minute. My main attention was really on Michelle and Barack when they <laughs> walked in. I said, no, nah, they oh. shut it down. 
they just they looked dynamic and they looked very poised and like they, did. they knew Grace who they were. You know, they knew who they were. They knew what they. I mean, they've they been done. here before. It's like you know what I'm saying. When you when you've been here before, yeah. you don't got to do yeah. anything different. Like you was like. I'm just coming back to the yard. You know what I'm saying? They was coming yeah. back from like class reunions. Yeah, stunt. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. Coming back to homecoming. Like, all right. Like, you already know what it <laughs> is. This is what you're right here? Like, my, my, my. How things have changed. <laughs> like, and I'm just chilling in the background this time. Like, you know what I'm saying? But not yet. They did what they had to do. And I love the camaraderie between like the Obamas and Madam Vice President Kamala Harris. Like, I like how they were kind of, you know, bring her in, making her feel like. Like, you ain't by you. yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been here before. We got you. Like, don't worry. Yeah. I feel like that was that was cool. And I really enjoyed the National Poet Laureate, Amanda Gorman. I really oh, liked her oh, poem. Oh. <laughs> Round of applause. Round of applause. She <laughs> is phenomenal. No, she was amazing. And she she's twenty two. Utterly breathtaking, riveting. It was exactly I think exactly what needs to be said. Yes. And the fact that it came from such a dynamic young black woman like that. Mm-hmm. spoke volumes mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. fact that the crazy thing is at my job since i do social media like my boss and like our team we were like i looking at her followers before like she spoke and she had like a hundred thousand almost two hundred thousand for sure followers and within 24 hours she's almost at three million but like Max. like it was just so amazing to see how many people supported her and like her she was just doing what she has always been doing you know speaking her truth through poetry Beautiful, beautiful. It was just breathtaking, breathtaking. No, highlight. amazing. And I, I, I love the end, especially when she said, for there is always light. If only we're brave enough to see it. If only we're brave enough to be it. Mm. And I'm going to let that just sit with mm. y'all. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Say that, say that, say that. So think about that. And for 2021, like, how are you going to try to be a light into the world? Ooh, how will you shine your light and amplify the lights that are around you, honey? <laughs> let that sink in <laughs> and then also add a part don't be brave enough just to see it because a lot of times we mm-hmm, see it for other people mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you can be doing this and you can be doing that we see all the potential mm-hmm. like all the good and great works everyone else could be doing but then we don't see it for ourselves yeah so it's like i actually know what i like to tweet <laughs> on twitter and it was like for 2021 i'm gonna take all that advice that i'm giving to everybody else and it was yes like, heard you like i was like okay nah I be going to waste my friends, but I'm like this year. No, I'm saving some of that for me. Like if I'm going to tell somebody, I'm going to take a critical look at myself and be like, hmm, mm-hmm. is this subconsciously telling me something about myself? Like, let me see if there's something I can learn from the exactly. words I'm giving to others. Yes, pour into yourself the same way you pour into others. Facts, facts, facts. So then you can continue to pour into others and not feel drained. And okay. you know what that makes me think about the movie Soul. Okay, okay. Think about purpose and you know not letting things drain you because like you know not everything is your purpose. You know, Okay, Soul, first off, it was beautifully made. I think, honestly, (laughs) I feel like movies now, like animations and kids' movies, feel like they're made more for adults than they (laughs) do for kids. And I'm saying that because when I even watch older movies, there's so much being said that I didn't pick up as a kid that now that I'm as an adult re-watching them, I'm like relearning these different lessons, you know, that were hidden inside. That's what soul was. Like it literally was talking about the importance of purpose, you know, and how that can be found in the smallest things. And it's not always in what you think mm-hmm. your purpose is supposed to be because the God in the universe has their own separate thing. And if you allow yourself to just stand still and to really just slow down, you'll really know where your purpose lies. And I, that's what I kind of took away from it. 
Nah, I really enjoy what you said because I think that's what adds to the replay value. The mm-hmm. idea that you can play it back. So it's like, oh, I love this as a kid. And then like, even the kids that grow up now, they'll probably watch it. Be like, oh, let's watch Soul. And like, as you get to, you know, experience, that'll really have you looking at it something totally different. Yeah. And then you just constantly, that's like definitely, you know what I'm saying? Grounds to become a favorite piece of work or mm-hmm. something like that. And you can watch it with your parents and your family, grandparents, and really have a discussion across generations. So I really, really enjoyed that. I think it was important to see the purpose. I love the, you know, the infusion of spirituality into it mm-hmm. and sparks and, you know, we're multidimensional beings. I really appreciated that aspect. And, and you know what really like got me was in our culture, we think that once we reach a certain achievement or level that will be fulfilled, you know, oh, like that facts. life is going to you know, automatically change and we're going to become new people and happier. And it's like, that's not always the case. And I feel like in that movie, they showed that your purpose is an ongoing journey and an ongoing part of you, (laughs) part of you. And it's not going to always be found in one destination. You know, you're always going to be constantly in need of fulfilling some type of purpose. So that's facts. Cause it's not about the destination. Cause we also thought that he was going to love playing for that band. And when he did, Sorry for anybody that's, you know, we're not going to put spoilers, but <laughs> <laughs> we thought that he was going to love doing that. And you, you realize it's, it's much more mm-hmm. than that. And, and that, I think that says a lot about life. Like no one thing, one person, one anything is going to always satisfy us and fill us up. But it's this conglomerate of like doing things that makes us happy mm-hmm. and continually searching for what brings life out of us. And helping others. They talked about service too, like the act of service. Mm-hmm. Like, he seemed like he found more fulfillment. Sorry, spoiler alert. Him helping, <laughs> I don't even know her name. The girl find her purpose, gave him purpose. You know, like, no, everything nice. is in service. Even to the point in the, in the barbershop, right? When the barber was like, oh, you finally listened for once. And it was like, even listening is service, mm-hmm. too. Like, sometimes you can't be there for somebody, but somebody just wants you to listen. Because yeah. I think that's another thing, too. And that goes to a lot of, like, our parents and our grandparents and just people you know in our families who's had dreams desires and and, and purpose and passion but had to change that given certain circumstances Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i think our generation is like definitely for the opportunity to fully pursue sometimes passions and purpose and see where those collide and Mm -hmm. how we can be entrepreneurs and start new things i think that that is something we should be very grateful about because people before us have been make had made sacrifices you know what i'm saying to not follow necessarily those passions or purposes to be able to provide yeah Yes. Wow. Wow. We can turn anything into an intellectual conversation. <laughs> I mean, well, they did on Twitter. They did on Twitter. <laughs> They're there. Hold up. <laughs> there were some, you know, comments about, I guess, this idea of black people being able to stay within their own bodies for the duration of a movie. So, like, why does a like a white quote unquote character have to come inside of the, the black body? That also why does the black person have to always end up saving the day? So mm-hmm. those kind of mm-hmm. constraints also were like topics, topics of discussion. Exactly. All right. Alston, this is, this is, we're getting even deeper. I'm here for it, but how about you, you take it away. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I, I do have some thoughts and I'm going to keep them real brief. Start off. So straight talk for straight understanding. I think the first thing I do understand that the black body is very political. So I want to, Give that premise. But I would also like to think that there are other aspects of myself that besides my body that make me black. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm talking about black, I'm talking about like, like, you know, culture and stuff. So I'm like, if I was to go somewhere in the great before or whatever, 
some unknown dimension, I would like to think that my soul would be closer to blackness than anything else. Because I think that's what mm-hmm. really truly made me black. Mm-hmm. Which is like why in the movie he goes to whatever, but he retains those things. So like even when we see his soul, we like it's not his body, but like there's no color, but we know that he's black because like we yeah. identify culturally. You know what I'm saying? So I thought about those kind of things in terms of like leaving the body. But like he left his body, but he never left his blackness. And I feel like that's something to maybe think about. Yeah. And then 22 is like there's no gender, but people were saying it's white woman. I, I get the apprehension. Like there's a lot of things that lead to that voice and stuff but i also want to say like the, the movie never i don't want to say gave us enough information to deduce that yeah but i'll be cautious before making that claim that claim yeah exactly so i think those are some of my ideas like i understand where they're coming from but i do think there are some points to be made to, to make a counter argument to that okay so yeah that was my idea i feel that i feel that i have a, another differing opinion i was just in a space where I was just trying to enjoy the film. I mean, that's I, real, that's to real. be honest with you, like, I feel like as black people, and it's very fair for us to dissect things and really define the underlining meanings of things. It's very important, very valid. But with this particular movie, I was just trying to just enjoy it and not having to think about, you know, where they went wrong. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, no, but if we were saying what no, it is, real, it literally is like, it's so easy to pinpoint where everything is wrong, where they missed the mark here, where they did this. And it's like, I get it. That is fair. But at the same time, like, can we just enjoy something as it is? Does that sound bad? That might sound bad. No, I think, I think that's, <laughs> I think that's real. Cause I think also that there's like, it's important to be critical, but then even being critical, there's discernment. Like what is the purpose for our critique? Like, are we yeah. sitting here to critique or is this something that I really, really, you know what I'm saying? Like it's going to make an impact. It's going to drive this into a different direction. Is it important for me to speak now or, you know, there's a lot of discernment that goes in when being critical about what to say, when, and how to say certain things that don't diminish progressive efforts. Yeah. No, I totally... Because nothing's perfect, right? Nothing's perfect. And which means that we can make the critique on yeah, it because it's not yeah. perfect. But, you know... And I think, you know, when you're in a space to want to receive criticism or, like, give criticism, that's fine. But there's also times where you don't want to have to do that. You know, sometimes you just want to just be... You know, because I feel like as black people, we don't get to just be often. And that was also part of the movie. like Just, just be. be. That's it. You know. We're gonna, okay. That's it. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could go on forever, but that's that's what it is. All right. Music. Music drops. New music. music. Elston, if we can be lobbing it back to you. <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> All right. So I was driving through the Bronx the other day with my brother. Mm-hmm. He had a new, new whip. Shout out to my, you know what I'm saying? Like. Accurate. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna figure out his whole. You know what I'm saying? You sure? I mean, the space. There's space for it if you want. Nah, to. it's it's clean. Like he's a big Smino fan. It's a black car, cream interior. So we call her Black Swan mm. and Nora for short. You know what I'm saying? And we feel good. So mm-hmm. shout out to mm-hmm. shout out to little shorty. Oh, we've been definitely <laughs> blessing, praying for her for a minute. <laughs> but we was in the car and we was driving through the. Bronx, so I had to go pick up something for my coding class, and he played a song, and I'm like, "What song is this?" And it was "My Way" by Kyle Banks, and mm, it was just that it, is, it was it a good vibe because it was like, "Okay, we in," vibe. like, you know, what I'm saying, coming across the bridge mm-hmm, now, you got mm-hmm, the, the mm-hmm. real <laughs> hip hop, like, you know, what I'm saying Bronx vibe, and then you got the old with the new samples, mm-hmm. so it was a real good, it was a real good vibe. I, I appreciate that. I came to Ash's house, played it for her. I played it for her on the real sneak, like. Playing a couple songs, I played it, and I was I'm gonna put it down. 
Like a minute in, she was like, what is this? this? <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I love this. I was like, heard you. <laughs> Copy. No, no, no. It's a really good song. I think everyone should listen. Should we play a little? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He don't even treat you, got you going places. Pull up in that foreign, got your heart racing. LVs on your shoes, got you looking tasty. So amazing, all that these weak niggas try to play you. Nah, I know you good, I know you get it. And if you want to hear any of the songs moving forward that we play or talk about, are you not gonna talk about? I I will, but I just wanted to let them know that we have a new extra extra thing for y'all lovely people. Is that Elston is gonna be creating playlists to go along with each episode. So. I'm going to try. Ready. We're mm-hmm. stepping out. We're stepping out. We're not going to try. We're going to claim it. Ooh. Mm. We're committed. Mm-hmm. We're committed to doing something. We are committed. I'm committed you are. to giving my best effort for this new Spotify. Yes. Yes. I just got on Spotify like yesterday. So mm. I haven't made that um, transition yet. <laughs> but I'm going to give you Apple Music and Spotify. We're going to see, try to curate some nice little things. You know what I'm saying? Playlists mm-hmm. allow me to be conceptual with mm-hmm. the music. I'm going to do some nice things, try to make some nice transitions and mm-hmm. go based on themes and stuff and like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're going to see. We're I'm gonna ready. See. We're going to try it I'm out. I'm excited. Y'all tell me some feedback and stuff. Okay. But I guess I can hop into my song. Well, hmm, maybe Project. So Jasmine Sullivan Fire. dropped her project. Whew. Okay. So <laughs> honestly, the song that really stuck out to me, like the whole album is dope. I like that she used a lot of interludes to kind of tell the stories of, that was fire. you know, was different fire. women's experiences in regards of like dating and love and men and sure. sex and all of that stuff. I think it was really dope. My favorite song, of course, was Girl Like Me because the song was about me. The song was written about me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, no, no. Like on a serious note, though, like I hella connected with the song. I just felt like it talked about you know just being a good girl quote unquote that doesn't like you know and with the yeah you know like you really just just focus on yourself being good doing i guess what you're doing yeah but you're not like fishing to be in the spotlight or you're not fishing to like get all these men's attention but at the same time you do want some attention but like then you get the attention and then the attention they want you to turn into something you're not and they're not appreciating you for who you are and who you what you bring to the table mm, that was and deep. that never, was didn't get that from that song I, you do you <laughs> you couldn't i probably you couldn't get it probably because you're not i know i said i was you know? under the guys like i don't i was like he's like girl said this is the best song and i'm like really it, like they like her because and jasmine are great but i never thought it just kind of can feel like you're not enough being just you if you don't look a certain way, if you don't, you know, dress a certain way, if your eyelashes, all that, all that shit is not done. And it's like, that doesn't make a person, you know, there's so much that makes a person. And so many people miss out on great ass people because they don't look like the Instagram model, which against no shade, everyone is beautiful in their own way. But I think it's about celebrating and accepting people for how they are because you know, you may miss a blessing, you know, looking in el- elsewhere and trying to make someone they're not. Right. Cause you, so that. If you don't learn me, I'm a lesson. So <laughs> a wise person once said that. Okay. But, but <laughs> not, nah, it's so interesting because I'm like, there is a kind of that gender aspect too. And I heard it. I was like, okay, this is cool. But I didn't, it didn't hit me as It deeply. didn't hit you like, as That's not my, that's not my, you know, my experience. And like, it definitely is different to kind of hear that because a lot of girls resonated with that song specifically. 
Mm-hmm. I think my favorite song of that uh, that project is Bodies. So. That one is good too. Or on it, you know, <laughs> Ari and Jazz do they need to do? So where's the video? <laughs> where's the video? Elson <laughs> is real adamant. If you cannot tell, but nah, I love Ari. Lynch. I love I love Jasmine. They're it was a good project, beautiful. and I'm excited for more music to come. Facts. I'm always open ears to something new. So if y'all ever think of or find something you think should be featured please yeah, let us send know us our way, send our way and get into the music like the actual like audio but there's tiny desk concerts there's live concerts and so make sure you support black artists like you know when they're pushing the music out make sure to really support them on all fronts because they're, they're really trying they're really oh, bringing sure. creativity and something new to the to you know the table to the time so make sure that you're going out copying the music streaming all that good stuff Yes, yes, yes. Great. On that, let's just jump into our last little thing, which is black. Support black businesses. Yes, black (laughs) owned businesses. So to start off this season two, it would only be right for my black business of the week to be black and vegan, which is actually my friend's growing Instagram account. She focuses on so many dope vegan recipes. She has a e-cookies cookbook, which is so bomb. Like when I tell you, I don't know how she came up with these ideas for these different type of cookies. The food be looking bomb. It, it's so good. <laughs> but shout out to her. Definitely go follow her. Give her some love. Like even if you're not vegan, like the desserts, the anything, you can try something new. Also her freaking jackfruit barbecue chicken pizza. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Okay. That reminds me of the time Ashley made um, jackfruit tacos and those things. Oh. That bomb. So um, if you're with me on <laughs> Thank this. Thank you, sir. On to the next post, go and just tag like whatever recipes you think I should try, and I'll taste it out. Oh and let my you know God. exactly <laughs> which ones are you know what I'm saying? We should do a cooking, like a cook off. Mm. No, yeah. she, said, <laughs> she said, So you chose violence today, you wanted to lose, huh? <laughs> you wanted to be humble today, that's cool. <laughs> Maybe a cook a cooking with us video okay, or okay. something. We'll think about that. Nah, we could do that. <laughs> but Elston, what's your business? So my business is Black Owned Brooklyn. It's a community rooted publication that just shows you all the different Black owned businesses in Brooklyn to support. So I thought you know I want to start off more broadly. If you want to kind of visiting for the first time, if you've been here for a minute looking for something different, go check out the Instagram. You can find something new to support. Yes. So definitely go check out those two black businesses. And if you are a black business that would love to be featured, please let us know. Tag us, um, DM us. We are more than welcome to just kind of continue to spread the wealth, the knowledge, the love and awareness. So I think that's concluding episode one. Wow, it's it's, it's different. (laughs) It's like, okay, back to work. You know what I'm saying? It's probably like, yes, slow. We get him back. And this is the first time we're sitting across from each other. Like big fact talking. So it's definitely a different vibe, but it's a good vibe. I'm grateful for it. But we appreciate y'all for listening. We love y'all. Yes. Till next time. All right, y'all. Bye.